Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And Mom and I just got finished, like, having a very passionate conversation. Yeah, hoping to calm down. About the future of sewing okay. machine dealerships. Have we ever not had a passionate conversation? <laughs> no, we're never like, oh, yeah, we'll just yeah, no. have a pizza for dinner. Yeah. No, we're well, like, I just, just like, I want that. Yeah. Tacos, <laughs> you know. No, we're, we were just kind of yelling Actually, about it. at the dinner table when the girls were growing up, it was like, a contest to see who could hold the floor the longest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so today we're talking about dot sequin. I hope that first thirty. That's fabric. Seconds, dot right? sequin. It's not. It's not a lady named Dorothy Sequin. It's dot <laughs> sequin fabric. You're just full of the jokes today. Yeah, dot I, sequin. I feel fabric. funny. Okay, let's let's tell them what dot sequin fabric is. I think before we get into like why we're talking about okay. it and everything. It is a knit mesh. Okay, polyester knit mesh, and it also has a um, metallic fiber in that knit mesh mm-hmm. that makes it kind of glittery looking. Yep. And then it has plastic dots that are metallic coated glued on top of it. That's and right. they probably call that a binding agent, but it's glue. <laughs> It's like mom's, mom's favorite. You, you've been talking about bonding and binding agents. I know. Like well, that's what they few. call them, and it's glue. So they're glued on, right. basically. Right. Like a really permanent they're, glue. I mean, yeah, that, let's you know. put it this way. Semi-permanent. I mean, they're not supposed to just fall off. They're not sewn on. Right. Right. Now, it's, if you put uh, heat to them, uh-huh. or you put maybe something like a solvent, like I would say like acetone or something, you're, you're going to dissolve that glue. You're going to loosen that. That so, you're going to loosen the bond of the binding agent. <laughs> so there is sequin fabric though, where it's like sewn on. Right, and and and, and previous to the 1990s, mm-hmm. okay, if we wanted to make a glittery type costume or a glittery type garment of some sort, you know, most things. They a lot of times it was a chiffon, where they would take and. You know, there actually are machines that do this, that actually sew sequins onto chiffon, okay? And that's how you got your sequiny, glittery look, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. There were other fabrics beside that, but that was probably the most popular if you were trying to make something that looked really, really glitzy, really reflected the light. 
Have it you... was, you know, sequins sewn on yeah, to we've, fabric. We've shared a few of these videos, like, of the couture work where they're sewing, like, flowers on. Oh, right. That. They're doing the timbre, mm-hmm. like, beadwork. Oh, I know. I would work there. Well, right. And well, just sew pretty things and, on And, you know, day. who wouldn't want to wear that? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so dot sequin <laughs> right. is this mesh, and we made some easy tees out of it. We did. So, we just. This is the most recent thing we the, made the, out of it. Right, right. right. So most, re- yes, yes. Most recently, we made these easy tees. We did one in each in a different color for right. me, you, Sam, and Becca. Right. To uh, kind of like identify ourselves in an event. Right. And that was um, super fun. And but you have a long history with dot well, sequence. And, and one of the histories being, let's talk about this. This leads sort of like to the somewhat durability of the sequence uh-huh. the the top you had was actually a piece of fabric from what we would call vintage show choir at the turn of the century <laughs> i believe that i had made a costume out of that in 2000 yeah okay and that was the, so you know i stored it nicely it's mm-hmm. been, it's been you know uh you know not in the light and in a cool, you know, dry place. Mm-hmm. But all of the sequins were intact yep. when we pulled that out. Yeah, all all of the sequin right. fabric. And I know it's kind of of slightly varying ages, but most of it was around two thousand and before when you were doing all well, that show choir was stuff. Most of it was pretty good. Right, right. Um, I was doing a great deal of costuming from the mid nineties to well, the mid. 2000, like you graduated from high school in 2007. Yep. Yeah. So there was a... Now everyone knows how old <laughs> I am. That's right. She's so old. <laughs> so there for the, that, that 10, 12, 15 years right in there. And I was doing a lot of dance costuming yeah. um, at that time for you also. So this is what's nice about this stuff is it's inexpensive. It's certainly durable enough for a costume that only has to last a few hours or a few days. Or, you know, show choir, you have to have some durability because these go through a season. Yeah. And they're taken off and on and off and on. And, Thrown you know, to the side of the stage. Right. And... The, the costumes, you're actually undressing sometimes, taking, you know, elements of costumes off and throwing them, you know, in a pile someplace. So it does have some durability. This is not what I would particularly make, um, you know, I don't think you're going to find a couture evening gown made of this that someone thinks is, is well, first of all, they won't be able to charge enough for it. Right. But, <laughs> that, um, but it definitely has its place. Yeah. It's not the most comfortable fabric in the world either, but it's not terrible. No. In fact, uh, so I've worn a lot of dot sequin costumes. Right. And you have to line it generally. Yes. Uh, if you were to make someone a dress out of it, like Absolutely. you'd be able to like see through their legs. Absolutely. Because you know? like you, well, you it is. It's a, it's a knit mesh. It is not a mesh. heavy fabric. In fact, it's one of the things that allows the sequence to reflect. Is it has a flow to it. Yeah. You know, it 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 has a drape. Which, of course, you want because you want the light reflecting and you want the sequence moving at all times. And I remember you made me a gold dress when I was like 13 or something out of this dot sequin. And you lined it in that yellow, like, microfiber. Yeah. You, if, anyone has, if anyone has seen the Facebook Live videos that I've done in the self sewn wardrobe group, right. those curtains behind me were the lining of this dress. <laughs> So, I mean, they're the same. They were off the same bolt. Right. Uh, but you lined it in that microfiber. And I remember that not being uncomfortable. Right. Now, with our easy tees that we made, we made them real fast. And we just right. turned the 
necklines over right. and cover stitch them. Right. And, you know, it didn't bug me except there was this one sequin that got stitched in such a way that, that it, it poked you. Yeah, it mm-hmm. made it poked me. Um, and right. somebody asked, I think it was, you know, oh, is that fabric uncomfortable to wear? And it was only that one place, but we could have just bound the neckline. Right, if we would have bound the neck. Now, the I, had a, of the fabric, I had though, a problem uh-huh. on one sleeve a little bit, seemed a little bit itchy. But the thing is, is even the mesh is a little scratchy because yeah. it has that. You know, not it's not just the sequin right. that that sharper can bother you. Even the um, the mesh because it has that metallic thread in. Right. You know. And so the sequins can be uncomfortable, right. but they really it's not like automatically there. There are things you can do. Right. And to this still and get when I I mean I everybody has a different sensitivity level, of course, but. You know, I would not make this for a child to wear as a garment. No. You know, to have up against their skin forever and ever and ever. You know, I it would definitely be something there was a garment underneath it or it was lined. It will like help that. your child develop some language skills. Yes. Whenever I wore it and I picked up my baby and she didn't really ever do this before. And so I know she must like somehow know this word and hear us talk about it, but she went, chart. Chert, chert. <laughs> and she was touching my sequins shirt. and was really excited about right. seeing me in the sparkly shirt. But you know what I thought about for her? If if I wanted to, maybe. Uh, making her a little shirt and putting that on like as a pocket. Well, and we've used it with applique. applique. We've uh-huh. used it as an applique. I have an applique on that one bag, and that's you know, been on there forever. You know, the kids at that event, right. we had some dot sequin scraps Right, there, they were putting it on their shirts. they applique it right. right on they there. They put, cut stars and... Right. Whatever. Oh, gosh. All the kids wanted to do hearts. And then we were appliquing them on. We were just doing it with a straight stitch. But right. I thought, you know, the heart is the shape you use to teach people applique. That's right. And it's not super easy. That's right. Because <laughs> so, it has the inner corner and the outer curve and the, and curve, the, and the obtuse angle and blah, and blah, blah. And all of that. Right. Um, I think that uh, maybe before we talk about care and how to sew on it, that we should break for a message break. Okay. Let's do that. Hey, Mal. Hey, Mom. I heard you were easy. Oh, no. What does that mean? No, it means what what you, I think what you really heard was, well, Mallory, your easy tea looks so good on you. Oh, that, you know. I should have known that it was something about something you made. Like you said, you're getting into your golden years. Sometimes, (laughs) you know, miss miss hearing things. It happens. No, you're the one that mishears things. (laughs) I know this. You make lapel pins about it. Okay, so uh, I am currently wearing an Easy Tee, and I wear them all the time. Uh, The Easy Tee is a semi-fitted short sleeve T-shirt made out of a woven fabric, and you draft the Easy Tee to fit your measurements by taking the Easy Tea class. Well, how do I take this class? It's an online class that you can watch anytime on SoHere.com. To purchase the class, go to SoHere.com slash Easy Tea. That's just E-A-S-Y-T. Is this on my computer? It's on your computer. It's on your phone. It's on your iPad. The class is divided up into short, easily consumable segments some of which you may not ever need to watch ever again, but some of which you might want to revisit. So you have the ability to mark lessons as completed and also to star lessons so you can go back and revisit the ones that are most important to you. 
And I can vouch, Mallory's easy tea is a lot easier than Mallory is. <laughs> Once again, go to SewHere.com slash easy tea to begin your pattern drafting journey. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And we're back. Okay, so in order to to um, use this, right, to make something out of it besides just hanging around your studio or your sewing I mean, we room, make curtains out of it, right? We, yeah, we, we, have, we, we I don't know what we haven't made out of it, <laughs> actually. Right. <laughs> I don't think I've ever made a seat cushion out of it, which is a very good thing. Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, let's talk about cutting. Okay, yeah, let's start there. Okay. I absolutely cannot stand to cut it with scissors. Uh-huh. Okay, you're cutting through those little, um, you know, plastic disc. I think it's very difficult. Um, it could probably do a job on some new scissors. Yeah. And some good scissors. I'd probably use a special pair of scissors that I didn't wasn't too worried about you know, or something. You would almost tell me. I mean, you're wrong. cutting through plastic. You would rather cut through a, some paper with your sewing scissors versus oh, absolutely. maybe some dot sequence. Yeah. So there's some perspective. It, you know, the, the plastic. You know, the the way that I, I would just not use my best scissors. Now, how do I cut through it? I use a rotary cutter. Amen. I will tell you a story, um, a story of a failing. <laughs> so when I would make a lot of costumes, and I'm talking about a lot, like over a thousand costumes a year. And I, when I say make, I made them all from designing them, drafting them, uh, you know, cutting out the fabric and, you know, executing them, building them from the ground up. And I have a electric rotary cutter. Yeah. Okay. This is a piece of big equipment, like, <laughs> like, like you would like a jigsaw. Only it's a rotary cutter, but you know it. It has a motor and it has a fan that cools it while you're using it. The whole thing. And I could cut through uh, uh, like twelve layers of of satin. Uh huh. Okay. The bad thing about that is, is if you cut wrong, you've cut wrong. 12 times. 12 times, sure, right? sure. But if you're making all these costumes, obviously it, it can be to a great advantage. You're not wearing your body out, you know, oh, just yeah. cutting these things out. Yeah. And when I went to do the dot sequin, <laughs> and I was only going to try four layers of dot sequin, you know, I, and I was like, all of a sudden my cutter, you know, I'm, I'm buzzing along, all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> what was happening is that rotary cutter was so hot and it was generating heat. The sequins were melting off the binding agent. Yeah. 
And so I've got like sequins on my blade and all that. So what I found out is I could cut two layers of dot sequin with a rotary cutter. And that a was a normal rotary and cutter. And that was all yeah. I could cut, right? Yeah. I could not I couldn't use the electric one at all because it just generated just Too enough heat and... to to peel off that that glue off that sequin. And I think that I cut out the easy tees this time, the fronts, while you, or one of, like, I was cutting out. Well, I know I cut out. You cut out I think I cut out two of them, and I did it with the rotary cutter. And I did it with the rotary cutter, too. And they were doubled over. And it was, it was just no problem. In fact, we, we made the back of the shirts out of, like, the, that thin sweatshirt Right, a soft sweatshirt And, like, I mean, same level of difficulty. Well, and when I do cut it, I like to cut it on the wrong side, so that I'm not cutting... You know, I'm cutting through the back yeah. instead of cutting through the little bumpy sequins on the front. Sequins are a little stabilized, right. sort right. of. You know, because you're not. Just feels better to cut on the front. You know, them. from the back. So we recommend cutting with a rotary cutter. Um, we recommend not using an electric rotary cutter. But then a lot of questions we got were: How do you deal with it with your needle? Doesn't it gum up your needle? And it does gum up your needle. What I have found is on. The regular straight stitch sewing machine, mm-hmm. it will eventually I will get enough glue that it's gummy on that needle. And I everyone that knows me and knows my my sewing habits knows that I keep electric electric alcohol alcohol swabs, you know, in a drawer close to me. Alcohol swabs like the doctor uses when he gives you an injection. We just go to the doctor and right. we just take them by the handful oh, out of the drawer. Di- no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm you kidding. can buy them at Walmart, <laughs> at Target, any any pharmacy. Go in and say, where are your alcohol swabs or where are your alcohol yeah, wipes? Get a little pre-packaged I think wipes, they're right? one by one in size. And, and what's nice is you just rip them open and, you know, it's that little wipe. And I just wipe down the shaft of my needle. I don't unthread my sewing machine. Right. Or anything. But I can, you can visually see the binding agent <laughs> building up on your needle. You know, though, I was thinking about this. Uh, when sometimes I think people have heard things like dot sequin gums up your needle, right? But then I ask, what are you planning to do with dot sequin? Right. Are you planning to just make one pocket to put on a shirt? Yeah. Or like one. Uh, easy tee with four right. seams, like sewing through it for maybe a few feet. Probably it doesn't meant, come no. up your. It's not mm-hmm. like immediately. No, not at all. You have a gummed up needle because no. I think sometimes people get um, scared away from certain fabrics because right. they hear that and like it is true, but it's not like you're not making forty six. And this costumes. is not a gummy mess. No. What will happen is your needle will break, or not your needle your will thread. break. Your thread will yeah. break. It will get hung up. Yeah. Right. I just think that sometimes people or people say something like, "Oh, cutting through paper or cutting through something will dull your rotary cutter." It's like, yeah, if you cut through like sixteen thousand sheets of paper. Well, and if you cut through sixteen pieces of fabric, fabric, it will anything will dull your needle. Right. Anything will dull your scissors. Yes. Yes. So yeah. just just be aware that if you're just going to make like one Halloween costume, you know, if it doesn't have a ton of seams, it's not like you're going to like ruin your machine or something right. like that. You know, no. um, what kind of needle would you use in the dot sequin? Uh, well, I used to use a size 70 denim. Ooh. Okay. So it was a tiny needle, but it was very sharp and... Um, denim needles have like a coating on them that's similar to Teflon Are they or something. A little like thicker. I, I, I they're they sturdier are. somehow. They're sturdier. I also believe that they have a bigger um, groove in the front, and it lets that um, 
you know, it lets the thread ride easier through a, a someone, thicker. Someone just, let's get a little right. off topic, but someone was just emailing and asking about the difference between like a right. top stitch needle and a denim needle. I said the top stitch needle had a taller eye and for the and, and it has and a much groove, bigger groove. groove. Right, yes. right, right. And, you know, all of this, I mean, you can. St- I used to know everything about needles, and now I don't have to know anything because I almost know which one to, to right. reach for. The other needle I like now that is relatively new to the industry is the Microtex needle. Yep. And l- let me tell you, everybody, if you're having problems piercing a fabric and you want it to be a small bore that you're making, you know, a small hole well, in that needle, try the Microtex. Um, some, that same person who was asking me that, she right. wrote me a pretty intensive needle email, and <laughs> she said... My mother was taught to use Microtex needles on everything except for knits. Like, wow. And I was like, and so well, it wouldn't hurt. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. You know, yeah, I was like, yeah, you it know, wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't, no. Yeah, I was like, no. unless you need like a denim or right. a, de- you know, and I was like, sure. It's not. And, and, and you know, yeah. um, I know people that used to piece quilts with 70 denim needles because uh-huh. they were sharp and yeah. they were small. Yeah. And they would pierce, pierce, pierce forever and they didn't have to stop. You know, they stayed sharp. Right. So, you know, it, and the finish, Even what whatever the you know whatever the needles are used for, they're they're probably going to work, but they may work for something else, or you may find an alternate right. use or, or something that the you like. The finish on those needles is is important. Right. Um, the chrome finish, you know, or or any kind of like nonstick well, finish. The other thing that's important here is that it is a high quality needle. Yeah, we like Schmetz. So, right, a European needle is probably your best bet. Yeah, if you get the cheapest needle that you can find at you know. Walmart or Joann's or whatever, because I don't think you're going to find them at your sewing dealership. I'd be surprised if you are. Maybe you can. You can't find them at ours. That's Any right. needle you find at our shop is the best needle. Class right. A is another brand Class that's okay. A is a nice yes. Uh-huh. Um, but you want a high quality needle. Those needles are honed and not stamped, and we can go into that in a needle. Um, I think we already did. Oh, okay. <laughs> in a two parter. That's right. So, oh, so, so, you... so. Obviously, now the other thing is, people were like, "But I a knit? Can I use my serger?" Well, that's how we made our T-shirts. Yep. And I I am here to testify, under uh, fabric oath, that I have used it in my serger. I do not feel like it makes any more of a mess than any other fabric. I have never had to degum it or you know worry about the binding agent. Mm-hmm. Um. I've never had to use the alcohol on my serger needles or on my serger blade or anywhere on my serger. I think it the, the serger is so much faster and pierces, you know, so much quicker. Right. That apparently that's just not a problem. I've never had it be a problem. Yeah, now, and we now not that it's not going to be on your machine or something. Right. I don't know. But I'm just telling you my experience. But if you have a serger that's a high-quality serger with the vertical needle penetration. With high-quality needles. And, and, you know, just going to. Right. We like the baby lock sergers, and if you think that makes us a snob, you can unsubscribe. That's fine. <laughs> um, but we like the baby locks, and you had an imagine ba- a baby lock imagine serger for what, like ten years? It was eleven years, and you didn't change the blade. In I it. got it like a week after they came out. Yeah, um, I never changed the blade in it. I never had to have it fixed or serve. You know, I mean, other than regular Normal oiling, right, right. Yeah, I never had anything go wrong and with that. And you sewed on a lot of dot sequin, right. right? Okay. I sold that to a customer uh-huh. when um, I guess this machine evolve came out. Or the, the, the no, no, because I had evolve and that the enlightened came out. Mm-hmm. So 
I had an I had a you had them an at involved, the same time. Not an yeah. Oh, it wasn't involved. It wasn't involved. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I have always since the involved came out, I've always had two surgeries with right. Amanda. But anyway, <laughs> um, and, and like and you know, it didn't have anything to do with mileage because, like I said, thousands of garments a year. Many types of fabric. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I did not sew over needles or pins or anything. I only sewed over fabric. I sold that to someone. They were so thrilled that I sold it to them. and But they came back a year later, and they upgraded to the Evolve. And we sold that to another customer. And as far as I know, she still has it. Yeah, so it's, so it's, it's over 20 years old. It's on its third owner. It has never had a part replaced. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, I did take good care of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's gotten a little bit discolored from the second person that had it because she had it sitting in a window. And that doesn't happen anymore because you know, it's a different plastic uh, yeah, that they use. So we just will not apologize for advocating for this equipment that lasts so long. No, it's really okay. Uh, we'll get yeah. off of our team. We'll, yeah. we'll record another episode about that. But I've received right. a few complaints, about and I'm, I'm not having it. Okay, so uh, now, how to launder dot sequin? Got any tips on that? <laughs> I do. Um, you launder it like you would do, do fine lingerie. Uh-huh. Say your bra. You want it. Um, I've actually put it in the in the washing machine, but I will put it in a lingerie bag and knit. You know a. I don't want to say mesh. a mesh, mesh. bag. Thank mesh. you. You know, in a mesh bag, it can go on warm, not hot. Uh-huh. Make sure it's only warm, like tepid water. That will work and use a mild detergent of some sort. And I also do like the delicate cycle. Cycle, yeah. Or you can do this, you know, in your sink. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Sam I've, did it in her sink. She's so good. Did she? <laughs> and I've used, I've, I've laundered it with shampoo in my sink. I've actually used disdain on the neck of this. Ooh. And it did not remove the sequins. But it was just so dirty. I had to do something. Uh-huh. And I'm sure the disdain got on there a little bit. But it, it did, it, it cleaned it off. So anyway, here's the issue. Drying. If you dry it and in your dryer, the sequins will unbind. <laughs> and you'll have a very sparkly lint filter, right? <laughs> That's right. Um, I should, I, I'll, uh, this is a shout out to my friend, Bob Bohan. Yep. <laughs> never know where he is. Maybe he's on Broadway today. I don't know. You or, never know. Yeah. Anyway, um, he said, you know, we didn't get those red sparkly dresses back from the cleaners. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> and I said, Okay, well, let me go look for them because I I was pretty sure I knew what happened. Yeah, and I went back into um, the costume closet where he had hung the, all the stuff that came back from the cleaners because this this was a high school choir yeah. and one of the I think it was Robertson's cleaners here in mm-hmm. Columbia um, said they would they would clean everything for free. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, and they did, uh, and, they, and they kept all the dots. <laughs> yeah. So they came back not quite as sparkly, right? right? I guess you know, and, and that was a it was a relatively new fabric at that time. Sure. Okay, I think the year before we had actually used the sewn on sequins. Uh-huh. Okay, fabric, and they were still really nice, and they were a little bit sparkly because they still had the the um, knit mesh over the top yeah. of them, you know, with the little bit of the Lurex thread in them. But all the dots were gone, and I brought them out, and I said, Bob, these are the, these are the red dresses yeah you know and he's like 
well, what happened? I go, they just melt off. I said, they didn't know, you know, so, and, you know, chemically they may have come off too. I don't know, but if they used any heat, Mm -hmm. they came off. Something. I should have taken those home. Um, Actually, he never sent in anything to be laundered after that without my approval. Um, But I would have taken them home and thrown them all like in the bathtub or something, you know, with, with some mild soap in them and they would have been clean enough. Yeah. And, you know, through the entire season, I was squirting them with alcohol in the armpits. Right. And, and they were fine. The vodka and the disdain have made appearances in this podcast. That's right. They if did. You, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and uh, search out that episode, Vodka and Disdain, right. and you can get your own So Here FM spray bottles if you wish. So we, we've talked just about everything, I think. I think so, too. Um, the one thing that's sort of an extra <clears throat> that maybe not everyone who's worked with this fabric uh, knows about I have a friend, Susan Pettigrew, who um, was the queen of my costume shop. She was the manager of a costume shop I worked in. With and, a queen manager, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. She was just amazing. <laughs> she, uh, we, we did this thing where we would try and teach every each other one thing a day. And sometimes it was the smallest thing, but it was really cool. But she got me into dying. Okay. Oh, yeah. What am I thinking? Right. Uh, yeah. Sorry. And I don't mean like dying like I'm going to be dead. I, I mean, I can probably do that without instruction. But dying clothes, dying costumes, what you can do with dye. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. She showed me how to put it in you know, spray bottles, all this different stuff to do different effects. But she also told me not to be afraid, mm-hmm. especially, you know. So I had a bolt of gold dot sequin. And it was gold dots, and it was on a very light yellow mesh. And it looks very gold, very bright gold, brassy almost. Right. And um, for some reason, I had like almost a half a bolt left after I'd gone through bolts and bolts and bolts of all different colors. But I did have some of this gold left, and I had to make some other costumes for um, a uh, play, a musical. And I thought, I can't put everybody in the same gold. And I needed, like, these little um, showgirl costumes. Uh-huh. Like, so I tried to dye this, and it worked. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it worked with regular writ dye, you know, yeah. that you can get at your drugstore or Joann's or wherever you get it from. And what it did is it did not dye the sequins, which can be done, too. Right. But these sequins are already coated. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it dyed the background. Right. So I wound up with black fabric with gold sequins. I wound up with orange fabric with gold sequins. I wound up with purple. Um, a purple, so a lilac yeah. with, with dot sequins. Now, I would never try to match the color. Mm-hmm. What I got was what I got. Right. And you got these subtle variations right. and they sort of coordinated, which can be really pleasing on stage. Right. And, you know. And, and actually, we had these on. All together at a Stitcher social, and Sam's was dyed, and Becca's, Becca's yeah. was dyed. And I said, these two are from the same bolt, and people hardly could hardly believe it. And I have a little Because they appear the, to be so a different color. I had a little scrap of the original right. fabric, too, so that was right. neat. But, but I did not put them in the dryer after I dyed No, it. you didn't. But no. I'll, I'll post pictures of that, because I got right. pictures of those dyed things, and um, we'll do a little blog post about that. I think, we, I, think I can... Keep that promise. So. Um, I don't know why, but I feel like I'm getting hoarse. Maybe it's all the sequins I'm inhaling. Um, the last thing I really want to talk about is because people ask this. Oh, well, do the sequins come off? They do. Uh-huh. And you know what? The sewn ones come off, too. Yeah. Sequins come off 
you know, any sequ- any fabric with sequins has to be treated delicately and with respect. So, yeah, they will kind of come off, and you'll find them places. and Like in your you know, underwear. Yeah, in your underwear, in your garden, <laughs> on your in your shower floor. So I mean, they're if, there. If you've ever worked with dot sequin, tell us. Or if you have any other questions about weirdo fabrics, but. We're Tell we're us, actually recording. I don't know when this is going to be played, but we're about two weeks out before Halloween here. That's true. And it's one of the favorites for making that princess dress. Yep. That's for sure. Yep. It just really gets gets across the, right. the sparkleness. Okay. Well, let us know if you have any other questions about odd fabrics. Um, you can get a hold of me at Mallory at SewHere.com. And we are ZD's Sewing Studio on Instagram. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.